You're listening to Kiama Community Radio. This program is brought to you by Kiama Leagues Club, the modern, friendly heart of Kiama. Welcome to Around the Arena's Kiama Community Radio sports program, where you can regularly hear what's happening in sport across the region. With more rain falling across the district this week, linked with the condition of our sporting fields following their use last weekend, all council grounds were closed for sport over the weekend. With the rain and lack of sport, frustration is building in the community. With this in mind, I thought I'd catch up with Guy Stern. Guy is the Parks and Gardens Coordinator at the Kaima Council and is responsible for the care and maintenance of our sporting fields. In our interview, Guy gives his perspective on the difficulties being faced currently by he and his team in trying to maintain our sporting fields. Here's what we discussed. So today I'm here talking with Guy Stern. Guy is the Parks and Gardens Coordinator here at the Kaima Council. I think he's probably got the hardest job of anyone in this uh, in this community at the moment, and uh, you know he's responsible for the maintenance of our parks and gardens. And by golly, what a job that is at the moment with all the rain we've had. So, welcome, Guy, to Kaima Community Radio. Thank you, Glenn. Thanks very much. So, Guy, I've said it's a tough job. Tell us about some of the issues you've got at the moment. Well, obviously the long grass is, is our biggest issue at the moment. Maintaining long grass is a slow, arduous process. Uh, when the ground's as wet as it is at the moment as well, underneath all that long grass, it makes the going even slower. So the guys that are operating the mowers and the whippersnippers out there on the ground are probably getting half as much done in a day that they would normally be getting done in good, good um, conditions. And I think on top of that, you know, you've got COVID and you've got Easter holidays and Anzac Day and all these sorts of things that have all combined over the course of the last couple of months to put us in a position where we're fighting an uphill battle. Yeah, well, Guy, just to put it in perspective for, for those that, uh, for, for our listeners, I cop at times off my wife. She says, why are you mowing the, the lawn again? It doesn't look like it needs doing. But if you'd actually, in my opinion... If you mow it more regularly, it's an easier job. And that's what you're saying, is it around exactly. you guys, are, guys yeah. are slower because the grass is longer? Exactly, yeah. So the machines that we use are all ride-on mowers and they're belt-driven deck mowers, um, which means that when you're mowing long grass, those belts are under additional stress and the blades are getting clogged up a lot more with all that long grass. So it's just slower and... You've just got to be more methodical and more careful with where you go with the mower because of the soft ground as well. So, yeah. And I heard that um, I did. I didn't realise, and I you you correct me if I'm not right here. Um, I heard someone say, "Why don't we just get a heap of mowers and a heap of tractors and go over that?" But there are different different mowers or different tractors for different applications here. Say the showground versus the side of the road somewhere. Is that mm. right? Yeah, we've got three different tractors actually. One of that's one of them's geared up for slope mowing, which is all the banks, you know, in the divided roads of Kaima and Jerringong and and, um, and Gainsborough. Then we've got another tractor, two tractors actually, that are slasher mowers, slasher tractors, which don't provide a very good cut, but they keep the grass down. 
And they're still four tonne, four and a half tonne worth of machinery. And then we've got one mower that does all the sports fields, one tractor that does all the sports fields. So, and its, it's deck is really a, a nice finishing deck, which is what you want on a sports field, really, yeah. Yeah, they come up come up lovely when they're right, but yeah. That's right, yeah. So, so the other thing is that, um, yeah, you, you talked about the weight of the weight of the mower. So if anyone is mowing the grass at the moment at home, again, your mower seems to be sinking into the ground. So that's one of the reasons why you can't put put the big mowers out there and, and get things done like you'd, like you'd like to do. That's right, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, we've found even with our ride-on mowers, they've been sinking in the soft ground and getting bogged. Um, the difficulty with that is, or the issue with that is, that then we need to get a tractor. And we've put a tractor in the area then, which further digs up the ground to help pull out that ride-on mower. Um, and then worse still, when the tractor gets bogged, we call in the backhoe and the backhoe at the moment's been pretty busy doing road repairs and repairs on land slippages and things like that around the LGA. So we pull that piece of equipment away from what it should be doing to help unbog of a tractor that's stuck on a sports field or in a reserve somewhere. So it places an additional strain on the resources, it chops up the ground even more and you know, puts the guys, I suppose, in a, in a position of risk as well in terms of being around all that machinery, yeah. Yeah, certainly would do. Mm. Um, so let me get my head around what, what goes into making a decision on, on the grounds are closed or the grounds are open. I see the signs up. Uh, there's one up at, uh, at the precinct at the moment. I think it's still up there. It was up there earlier today. Mm-hmm. What, how, how do you gauge whether, whether the grounds can be open? Well, I suppose... Um, the best way of looking at it is that we've got two statuses, a ground open, ground closed. If a ground is closed, it means the ground's closed for training and cannot be trained on at all. However, at the same time, a club can come to a Saturday or a Sunday, a weekend you know, play and make a call themselves on whether or not it's safe to be able to play on the field, in which case... If they do play on it and there's no injuries, that's fantastic. If there is a lot of damage done to the field, it might be a case that council doesn't have the ability, the resources, we've got the ability, we don't have the resources um, to make the repairs to the field to get it ready for the next weekend. So we're being very cautious at the moment. Council's financial position also puts us in a, in a place where we can't spend a lot of money on re- restoration works or repair works, and top dressing and all that sort of thing. We've only, we've got to keep we've got to be careful about how much damage can be done and whether or not we can repair it so it's actually up to the up to the clubs or the users at the final say on whether they go ahead or not for the weekend's play yes okay i I wasn't aware of that Mm. okay that's Mm. uh, certainly something i've learned today so i notice also that there's been a great community spirit i call it a great community spirit anyway uh, around trying to help out on the on the some of the fields or Bonera and and up at the at the precinct there, people have hand mowed the the grass. They've mm. put out a call to the community. Let's come and get these things going. Uh, so so I, I think it's terrific that they're trying to help out. Oh, it's fantastic, and and they're bringing in machinery that council doesn't have in their arsenal of equipment. You know, and we go out there and we mow large areas every day, and so there's not really a need for a push mower. We do a lot of whippersnippering as well, but, you know, the push mowers is what we're really lacking, and that's what the community's got, so it's, it is actually good to see them 
pitching in, I suppose, and helping out to try to get that get it, get the fields to that next next stage of preparation. Yeah, yeah so we can all get out and, and play and get junior sport up and running. It, yeah. uh, I, I think it's really great. Mm. Yeah, mm. gone are the days. I remember the old the old council mowers. They were huge huge push mowers. Mm. Um, but uh, yeah, I've never seen one in a lot of years. So mm. we've moved past that to ride yeah. ons and things. But anyway, I think the health and safety side of the organisation now is such. That you know, if there's a machine that can do it, then we should be using the machine rather than the people. Yeah, I, yeah, I, 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 yeah. I'd reckon you're right there too. Yeah. So listen, just on gardens, the garden side of things, every year or all the time, really, the main street of Coma, I think it's fantastic in the roundabouts and the gardening work that that uh, that you guys do. I don't think you get enough credit for it. Mm. So congratulations on that. Mm. Yeah, the no. spring flowers and it comes up tremendous. Hmm. So, so no. Thank you very much. It's, it's. I'll pass definitely pass that on to the guys, and I've noticed it myself living in the LGA now for nearly ten years. So, the guys have done a fantastic job on the main street of Coima. There's no doubt about it. We've just recently changed the floral display, so we've got our winter annuals in there now. They're only about three inches tall, but you know, give it a couple of months, and they'll be flowering. Yeah, there's um, some great spots around Peace Park. Hmm. Beautiful, just hmm. the beautiful the work the the gardener type uh, or the garden arm of your organisation does. Mm, uh, congratulations. No, thank, you. thank you. Now, also, Guy, thanks very much for talking to me today. I hope our listeners get a, a perspective of what's happening here because you can get around and kick stones or you can do like some people, get in and help. And uh, best wishes. I know the rainfall in the area has been not like I've ever seen it before. Mm-hmm. I've, I've lived here 40 years and I've never seen the ground as wet as it is. So... The challenges you must have, a, I, I, can, I can link to them. Yeah. Oh, I think um, just to kind of give you some insight as well, what I've been saying to the guys is just do what we can do in each area that we normally visit on our run. If you cannot go in and cut all the grass and at least cut the edge of the, edge of the footpaths or whippersnip around the bins so that people can see that we've been there and we've been doing something, doing what we can do. Yeah. And we seem to be doing the same thing with the weather at the moment, picking a window that where we might be able to cut a reserve that we haven't been able to cut for some time, grabbing that window, applying the resources and getting it cut when we can. Well, I wish you well into the future. And, uh, and I think you're doing a great job, actually. But uh, it's just you're, you're up against it, mate. Every, every time you turn around, it rains. I mean, we had a beautiful week, uh, week of weather and then the weekends come along and it rains again. So... Best wishes. Thanks for talking to me today and good luck in the future. No worries, Glenn. Thank you. Thanks very much. KCR, Kiama Community Radio.org. For the community, by the community. In rugby league over the weekend, in first grade, Jamboree 32 defeated Milton Oladola 16, with the Asquith brothers getting amongst the tries for Jamboree. In a big form reversal, after losing to Kaima last weekend, Jerringong 44 defeated Rula 8, whilst up on the Highlands, Albion Park 22 defeated Kaima 16. Best for Kaima were Tom Angel, Callum Thistlethwaite and Brad Kilmore. In reserve grade, Jamboree 26 defeated Milton Ulladulla 6, Jerringong 16 accounted for Rula 6 and Albion Park 26 were too good for Kaima 20. In Ladies League Tag 2, Jamboree 16 defeated Milton Ulladulla 6, Jerringong 52 were far too good for Rilla 0, and in Ladies League Tag 1, 
Kaima 16 defeated Warilla 6. And a quick story from our sodden golf courses. At Kaima on Thursday, Andrew McGee had a par round, which included a magnificent eagle on the fifth hole. That is, two shots on a par four. Well done, Andrew. And finally, the St George Illawarra Dragons secured a much-needed win over the Canterbury-Bankstown Bulldogs 34-24 over the weekend. It'll be interesting to see how St George Illawarra goes next week when they take on what I suspect will be a depleted Penrith. That's all I have time for this week, but if you'd like your sport to be part of the program, contact me at kcradiocontent at gmail.com. I'm Glenn Shepherd, and I hope to see you around one of our sporting arenas. This program is brought to you by Kiama Leagues Club, the modern, friendly heart of Kiama. You've been listening to Kiama Community Radio. The views, information or opinions expressed during this segment are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent those of Kiama Community Radio.